So, uh, Rick, we have just recorded the trade deadline special with Cash and Z. Thank them for coming on. That was fantastic. Uh, always good to get some some new voices in, hear some different opinions, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but but we need to talk about. Well, first we're going to be time traveling, so we uh, this is going to be before the we'll the main show. Um, we're going to throw this in before, so uh, I guess you can skip it if you if you really want to. Um, but it's worth mentioning that uh, the boys made a little trip to College Park, or I guess I made a trip to College Park uh, last week. I was uh, driving a Duke guy's car down to Charleston, South Carolina, and looked at the uh, looked at the Terp schedule and. Oh, number number three team in all the land is is making the trip to the Xfinity Center, so uh, needed to make a stop. And and Rick, it turned into quite the night. That it did. Uh, outside of this podcast, we really don't hang out often. Obviously, like I'm in school, I was always a great o- above you um, in the back at home. So we really don't hang out often. So it was kind of like one of the first times we kind of just hang, hung out. My brother was there. He was up here for the weekend for the same reason for this game. This game was circled. Uh, you heard me talk about how I travel for the turf football. I've mentioned, I sprinkled in some turfs basketball uh, talk here on the podcast. I'm very passionate about uh, these two teams that I've now rooted for four years. Never really had a college team to root for beforehand. So now that you go to a school and they're like, rel- not they're not like a powerhouse in anything, but they're just relevant enough that you think there's a chance that maybe something could happen. Uh, the football team's up and coming. They're getting a little bit better. Basketball team was good in the early 2000s, and now they're starting to come back a little bit. So uh, diehard, basically. That was a long way of saying I'm diehard. So B-Lock comes down, and what a night it was. Packed house. It fits more than the garden, the TD garden, this place. You saw it. It's a little bit of Huge. different design, though. Like it's not, Well, it's so steep. It's just very steep. B-Lock bought a ticket in the nosebleeds. And I already found a way to get sneak my brother in with my friend who works with the media. So I had to find a way to get B-Lock in. And I was like, oh, why doesn't he just come with us as soon as the doors open? We're, we were one of the first people in line um, at the student gate. I pissed my pants. <laughs> you did. You did. I, did. Piss I pissed my pants. Well, I, did, I pissed on my pants, I'd say. <laughs> uh, I was pissed. I, we were drinking a lot. So I was like, had to take a pee behind Xfinity Center. That's the name of the place. And I was pissing on the wall and I was looking around and all of a sudden I looked down. My dick is pointed at my pants. Long story short, those pee off my pants. We got replacements, yada, yada, yada. We get in. Uh, um, B-Lock was already in because I went to the bathroom to change my pants. And I see down there, they got front fucking row of the whole. It's like the student section, but it's front row. The only seats We're are- basically courtside. Yeah, there was two rows of courtside in front of us. And then it was us with a little barrier that we get the rattle. And it was just a magical night. Sold out crowd. It doesn't happen all the time because it's such a big stadium. And they lose those big ones all the time. And B-Lock can attest to this. I was crying. There were multiple people crying. There There were people crying. A lot of my friends are pretty passionate about it. So um, it was great. We did body paint. I still, my, my, my Roback sweatshirt is just 
covered in red paint still. I haven't watched it. Hopefully it comes out. It was just the perfect college game atmosphere. Number three team in the country coming in. We always lose the big ones. We had a sellout football Penn State my freshman year. They were like number five. We lost 59 to nothing. Last year, it was a sellout for football against number four, Iowa. We lost like 59 to 10. Like it's all, there was another big game earlier this year where UCLA came in and they're like number two in like three or country right now. Ran them out of the building. Killed us. Um, So this is a big one. Number three in the country. Uh, student chants, Edie's ugly. Um, the, the Hey, You Suck chant, you got to experience that too. It's just fantastic. That, that, that's pretty good. It's good. We So, like, they got rid of that forever because I guess that guy's canceled, the guy who made that song. Really? Yeah, he's canceled. So they, they finally brought it back last year. It was just perfect. College court storm. I never got to do it. Finally got to it my senior year. Well, like just, I'm just rambling. It's just I, 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 love, I love this so much. Tell your side of the story. Break break into the game a little bit. I mean, yes, sir. first time on the in College Park on the campus, gave myself a little self tour. Um, like the campus, nice campus. Uh, yeah. And uh, but so just trying to figure out. I didn't realize how kind of it's not far, but I didn't realize that the. The, the the hoop center was off campus it's on campus but it's like Bitch. it's like a it's like a parking lot away yeah. um and so i parked like in the worst place possible uh but that was fine walk over meet you get in line and we get down in front and i was like i, I thought i was gonna get kicked out because i didn't have a student ticket or anything and i mean just no no questions, no nothing. It was just like, yeah, you, that's where you go. Uh, disappointed SVP wasn't in the building. Um, that like, like SVP is like the best. I love SVP. Um, but first time at a Power Five hoops game, and uh, you know, I I made it a little bit known that I was one for one in court stormings. Um, I, I believe I made that known to the people in our section. And um, I got failed to, uh, I got denied beer in the Xfinity Center because I have, I have vertical ID. It's unexpired, but. Um, That's a law here. Some some weird thing with my ID. I like can't get a horizontal one for like another like couple of months. And I have no idea why. Um so I, I have the vertical and it works, but I didn't know that that was Maryland law. Regardless. Um, so I wasn't exactly, uh, I mean, I'm actually kind of happy because I remember the entire game. Like I was not, um, I wasn't like, oh, I was like so drunk. I can't remember anything. Like I literally remember the entire game. And I mean, Edie is so big. He's so, he's so tall. It's, it's like, it's fun to heckle. It's insane. No human. DUI. That was fun. What? DUI chance. DUI. The the DUI guy on Purdue. Um, but the game, and I mean, it was kind of like Purdue is up by like eight the whole game, seven or eight the whole game. Uh, Maryland cannot shoot. They literally just get layups. They can't shoot the ball, and so they kind of Edie didn't play great, but they they basically just kept kind of 
keeping it in that five to eight point range. And then Maryland comes out for the second half. Purdue probably extended it to 10 almost. Eight, I think it was nine. Nine or 10. And then at the un- – I forget if it was the timeout or the under 16. And uh, Maryland went on a 28 to four run. 29 to four. 29 to four. I mean, everything went in. Literally. Place everything. was going bonkers. I, I read, like it was just a parade. It was so loud. It like, and they started shooting. They started like started hitting threes. They started hitting threes. Edie was turning ball like every time Edie got it inside, like it just bounced out. Every time you let one up, you're like, oh, that's in. It just hopped out. And you're like, it was like, oh my God. And then they got like two or three and ones. And the place, it was the loudest I've ever heard uh, uh stadium. Same. I know I love the Bruins. I love the garden. That, I mean, that's, it's different because basketball, like, you, the runs could, it just piles up. So, yeah. and that place was packed to the tits. The students were waiting for this, the, the game. And it was, it was just magical. I'm, I mean, we can retweet like some of the videos of the, Hey, you suck. Because that, Hey, you suck was great. Perfectly was, timed. I think yeah. the TV, uh, the station got it too. So it was good. Um, it, was, it was so good. It was so good. Just magical then, college hoops. And I was crying and I was realizing it was happening because you it happened so quick. I mean, I was yeah. drunk, so it probably happened even quicker for me than it did for you. Cause it was just like score, turn the ball, we get the ball back, score. Oh, no, turn, everything score. went in. Everything <laughs> went in. Uh and you look up and we're up 10 points. And it was like, wow. And then you look up again and they were up like 60 to 42. Yeah. Or something. It went by and 14 and we the security guards get up and goes, you're not going, you're not going. It was like, there's, there's like 20,000, there's like 10,000 students behind us. Cause we were front <laughs> row. Like there's like 10,000 kids behind us and you're not stopping yeah. any of them. Like we're the first ones to go. And so first time court storming, uh, I'm happy that I wasn't the first one on the floor because there's an entire like row of people that just fell when they got on the court. I, I don't know. I was one. Were you one? It must I be tripped. a step down. Was it? Is it? No, I, I tripped over the seats, the courtside seats that were there. Oh, because I, I started going. Everyone was trying to wedge through the seats. <laughs> Everyone started going. And then other, just a mass of people like just falling on the ground. It was like, it was like a world war two, like, I don't even know. Just bodies piled everywhere. And uh and we storm the court and the kid climbs climbs the hoop, takes the selfie. Got arrested for that. Did he? Mm-hmm. Oh, worth it. Totally. I mean, he has the best picture in maybe Maryland sports history. It's up there. Like besides maybe the national championship. Um Yeah. Di- I mean, disappointed. Like, I didn't now? I don't even know. It was so crazy with the students. I didn't even see any of the like players. Like my roommate got like right into that pile and then they kind of closed it off pretty quick. And then they to get him to the locker room. Yeah. Okay. Cause like if I mean the students were on there for a while and then Yeah, we were out like, there for like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And then like, but it was after like three minutes, it was like the players are very clearly gone. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the, the players are in the locker room. I have no idea. Like it's just the kids out here now. And then, uh, so we went back, kind of regrouped, and and went to Bentley's, and that was uh, 
you yep. know, obviously that crowd of that Bentley's the basketball players didn't show up to like 1230. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it was, it was crowded, but it wasn't like crazy. I expected it's crazy because it's a big campus. I mean, I expected more of like the entire campus, the entire city to be or town to be kind of like going like horns. People are honking their horns and stuff. The there problem, was none of that. The problem with the bars, it's like on route one, it's on like a major road. So you can't like walk through the street. You know what I yeah. mean? That's the problem with those bars. It's not like a strip of bars where you can be like, it's like um, bourbon street where you can walk you know, up and down. That's yeah. the problem. You, you can't really get that um, part of it. But you are now a Terp fan for at least the rest of this season. I would. Oh, uh, I'm a Terp. Terp for life. Terp, terp for, for life. life. Terp You're gonna adopt life. them as one of your college. Totally. Group? Totally. All right. Yeah. So, I'm. I'm in on the Terps. We immediately uh, lost to Nebraska the Sunday after. Yeah, but then we got a big. We just won against Minnesota the other night. Big game Sunday afternoon. We will be playing Northwestern. They are ranked. That is number two in the Big Ten. Uh, Sunday afternoon at 12. um, Sellout crowd again. So that'll be fun. And that'll be the last home game. Then we have two more away games. And then Big Ten tournament. We're looking for that double bye. And then we're projected 6-7 seed. So we'll keep you updated. I'm sure not many people care. But, you know. It's worth noting, um, you know, Bentley's obviously made famous by Scott Van Pelt. Anytime the Terps do well, he's he's got the let's go to Bentley's. And uh, so it went in, the players walked in, people started clapping. That was that was pretty cool. And then uh, went and uh, went to the cheesesteak place. Worth mentioning the cheesesteak place. Oh, yeah. The cheesesteak place. I, I was blown away by the cheesesteak place. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's new this year, so. And it's it's a damn good cheesesteak. There you said it was the best cheesesteak you've ever had. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not I'm not like I've been to Philly uh in, in like I've been to Philly for like a day. So I haven't done all the the, the in-depth cheesesteak searches, but it was better than anything I've had up here. I, I still think it's the bread. It's the bread. Bread's key. The, the sesame roll is key. Yeah. So all right. Yeah. Any any other takeaways from the dirty terps? No, it just seems like you had a what a successful what eight hours you had to hit. Oh that. well, then, then so we kept it. Uh, then you know I had a tea time at uh, Tobacco Road, in North Carolina, at nine in the morning. Yeah. So good thing you you slowed down on the beers, maybe. Yeah. Yep. So successful trip to College Park. It was a pleasure, and uh, you got to witness the best sporting I mean, event that I've had, and you came for one time. So I so. mean, people people were like. I was scrolling Twitter uh, kind of the next morning and people were like, that was the best half of Maryland basketball in 20 years. Probably. So I believe my, uh, down what they were down four and a half. So they won by eight <laughs> second half. So I believe my AirPods just died. So uh, I think I'm working through the computer right now. Sorry. And um, so I think that's kind of a cue to end things here, Rick. Yep. So we'll take, we'll take it over to, um cash yeah we're we're gonna we're gonna kick it to ourselves Mm -hmm. uh as along with z and cash so uh rick go terps go terps ladies and gentlemen welcome back to a special episode of the brew crew podcast rick we have a lot to talk about but first but first we have some special guests 
for this trade deadline special. Hell yeah. First of yep. all, I'll, I'll I'll kick it to you first, Rick. How are you doing? Uh it's been it's been a pretty whirlwind week for uh for you and I. Oh yeah. I haven't seen you in what a couple days, but it was a great little Thursday night we had over in College Park. Glad to have you. I think turf I showed for you for life. You're a turf for life now. That was fantastic. Uh quoted by you, the best sporting event you've ever seen in your life. Probably the best sporting event I've ever been to. That's the Terrapin difference. Saratoga, wow. <laughs> Saratoga's up there. Saratoga's up there. Which, well, yeah, uh, you, you just heard him. The boy, the man's back. Yeah. Cashel, back for the Friend trade of the program. preview. Cashel, how we feeling? We're feeling good. Good trade last night, so loving it. We're also joined by one other special guest, Aaron Zakarian. Uh, yeah. easily, easily the smartest out of the four of us. Uh <laughs> he's just you know he's not about his hockey box, though. No, well i'm, we'll I'm fresh up i'm fresh up a court storm so i'm ready to go yeah, yeah. that's right we have a second court storm yeah so break UVA. break down that what was uh what went on at uh at bc was it last night or two nights ago it was uh wednesday night but two nights ago uva uva is fierce number six beat them everyone just started running on the court good time well, what was the uh were you guys uh me and Ricky will probably have a little separate breakdown about uh about the the whole the whole Terp uh Terp Purdue game. But were were you guys like was it was the student section full to begin with? Was it I mean, or were you, not, did not it kind really. of did it kind of fill up as word kind of spread out that, that this might happen? It filled up through the night, but it wasn't full. We we, we gotta be a little better as BC fans, but too busy studying. Yeah, yeah exactly. 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 All right. Well, let's move on to the reason that we're all here, which was supposed to be a trade deadline special. And we were supposed to talk about what we want the Bruins to do. But good old Donnie went out and went out and fired one out without us, uh, kind of without us being able to talk about it. So we do have a trade to talk about last night. The Bruins traded uh, three picks and Craig Smith, shout out to handsome Craig. Uh, tough. I just, it's got to be tough to be on the best team in the league and then just get traded. To know you're getting traded too. Like, yeah. Talk about it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. If, was he part of the click? I couldn't really tell. I think it yeah. was. I'm going to miss was. those handsome Craig tweets for sure, though. I can tell you that much. I know we were, so, we were two big nickname guys from season one of Brew Crew, Hall of Famer and Handsome Craig. Tough, but continue. so handsome, handsome Craig gets sent out for Dmitry Orlov and Garnett Hathaway. Speaking of handsome, there you go. Uh, but so this came across the wire. This kind of uh, blew up our chat. Aaron sent over this guy with like 120 followers and was like, yep. I think this, I think this is happening. <laughs> and it was very like, all right, well, let's, let's hesitate. Let's hold off on that for a minute. But <clears throat> turned out to be uh, completely true, completely uh, verified. Cause pretty soon Pierre LeBron was sending out things. And so uh, I'll kick it to you first, Ricky. What uh, you saw this trade. What did you think? Uh, what does this mean uh, going forward 
the season, you know, are there any moves that need to be made still, et cetera? Yeah. So when Aaron sent this over in the chat with the brown check mark, as Felger likes to say, I I didn't know. I did. I just saw the text and I just I was playing die outside at my old house that I showed you, B-Lock, that shithole that I showed you. Uh, I ran inside and I sat down. I was a little buzzed and like then like news started breaking. I'm like, holy shit. Like this kind of came out of nowhere. Like Orlov yeah. wasn't really on the block at all. And I think it's the perfect move. I don't know about you guys. I think like we we were all in on this Gavrikov guy who we were probably going to overpay for. And he seemed like he's more of a depth guy. Wasn't a really a big name. And with Orla, I think we're getting like this bona fide 20 minute a night top four left defenseman who's going to hit, who's going to be a prick to play against. He was a number two D man for a Stanley Cup team four years ago. And I and with Garnet halfway, I personally met him, uh, personally met him. He's a great guy. He got thrown out of a game. I went to a Caps game. He got thrown out for spitting on someone. So he's he's a he's a Bruin through and through. He's gonna get into a lot of fights. He's gonna be great on the fourth line. I think this fills two needs. The cap math with Sweeney that he did, we pulled off, was just fantastic. Don again, another win. Uh just proving that Don's one of the top five GMs in the league. Oh dude. <laughs> Whoa. Traitor GM. Trader GM. Trade. He's a top five trader. Fine. Yeah. yeah, that that's sure. All right. Oh. Beautiful. I think just fills out the lineup perfectly. I think when we were talking about it, I'm sure all of us can agree the past, you know, ever since even including the Blues Cup, 2018 Tampa, 2019 Blues, Islanders uh two years ago, Hurricanes last year. We get bullied. When we lose, we get bullied out of the playoffs in front of the net. Grizzlick. Uh, and Carlo, like, sometimes get a little bullied around. So we want that prick toughness, but uh, don't want to overspend for him. Uh, and I think this is the perfect move. I think Orlov is a perfect player, came at a great time. Don saw he was available and made a move in within 20 minutes. I think it's also that, like, you can basically count on one of the Bruins defensemen going down in the playoffs. That's true. Because, like, that's just, that's just what happens to the Bruins. So just adding another guy like this, uh, you know, it's just depth, just more numbers, more depth. Well, he's kicking. Uh, so he's not being the seventh demon. I'll tell you that. Yeah. This is this is your. He's playing with McAvoy, I believe. What do you think, Cash? Yeah, like you said, we've been getting Boyd. I got a text from my brother last night. He doesn't really. He's not a huge Grizz guy. He likes him, but he always does get pushed around and Boyd. And he thinks he's going to be the odd man out and. I kind of agree with them to a point. I don't want Derek Forbert out of the lineup. That guy bleeds Bruins hockey. And Connor Clifton's just been playing unreal. So, I mean, you can't take a guy out like that. He just brings so much energy. Listen, I'm a Grizz guy through and through, but I don't see him being in the lineup. He had a terrible turnover last night, too, by the way. Grizzly on the fifth goal. but Worth worth mentioning just quickly that the Bruins did win last night. Um, Oh, yeah. They won again. In, a, in an absolute barn burner. Great game. Uh, shout out to anyone who had the under. I don't know. I don't know who it was. Like I'm. Th- that's not even a shot at anybody. But if if you did, had the live bet money line right after the first goal. T's and P's to anyone who had the under. Um, Cash, you're still coming after me out, out, out of this DeBrusque thing. Listen, listen, Jake DeGoat. You made DeGoat. I, I issued my mea culpa. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do. I, it's gone. It's, it's in the wind. You know these things. These things happen. So uh, can you just say you were wrong, or 
That's that's what a mea culpa is. Yeah, yeah. He's wrong. He has. Now, Cash, I don't know. Cash, I don't know if you're a big Felino guy, but that's next on the doc. I love him, dude. You kidding me? All right, yeah. I was out on him for a while, but. He's we got to get good. B-Luck on the Uncle Nick train. I'm, I'm he slowed down a little. For a big goal in the playoffs. Watch it happen, yeah. B-Luck. All right, Karen, what do you think of this deal? So, I like it. I don't like the first-round pick. First-round pick is tough. Uh, I like. I'm I'm out on Grizz as well. I'm not the biggest Grizz guy, so I do like getting the D-man. Orlob's good. First, I wish they could do this without a first-round pick, but I get it because of the salary, all that. You need to move Craig Smith. Um, I would have liked to use that first round pick on like another on another move, uh, but I guess we're all in, so I don't I don't well, hate the deal. That's that's the key. It's, it is truly an all in move. It's copper disappointment. That's that's, it it's a copper bust move, and uh, it's anything short of a cup at this point in the season. After that move, is just an absolute failure in every aspect of the season. So. The specifics of the trade, uh, Bees get Orlov and Hathaway, and the Caps receive a 2023 first-round pick, a 2025 second, and a 2024 third, as well as Craig Smith. Uh, and Washington retains 50% of no, so his... What? Minnesota, re- Minnesota retains, and we get a prospect from Minnesota as well. Yeah. So How it actually worked was uh, we... S- the Capitals sent Orlov to Minnesota, and then they sent Perhaps, Minnesota. And Minnesota sent it to us. Okay, because that's, that's it. The way the way it reads, I'm reading on CBS Sports right now. The way it reads is Washington will retain 50 percent of Orlov's 5.1 million dollar cap hit. The Wash the Minnesota Wild will also retain 25 percent of Orlov's gotcha. salary and sent the rights to the former sixth round pick Andre Svatikov, whatever, to Boston. In exchange for a fifth round pick. So the official trade call actually reads a first rounder, second rounder, third rounder, and Craig Smith for Garnet Hathaway, by the way. And then it's a oh, fifth round. Ra- ra- <laughs> wow. And then, <laughs> and a fifth rounder for D- Dmitry Orlov. So so that's interesting. So um <laughs> what do we think I, about Hathaway? You guys excited so, for Hathaway? Hathaway, Hathaway is exciting because he's uh especially with the move. Of O'Reilly to Toronto, because O'Reilly absolutely killed the Bruins uh, in 2019. I think that that type of guy can match up with O'Reilly, and if Felinos somehow continues, can match up equally as well. Um, obviously, depending on lines and all that. But uh, I just want. So for someone who doesn't know a lot about Dmitry Orlov, does anyone want to take out uh, or kind of give a little quick bio, what they know about him, what kind of his game is? I'll, I'll leave that open to the floor. I'll, I know a little bit. I know we when we played him in the playoffs, was that the COVID, like the half COVID season? He yeah. like capitated Kevin Miller in the middle of the ice. I don't know if you guys remember that. And that whole season when we played him like eight times, that season where he paid everyone eight times, like we were getting into constant fights. He's a prick. I hated him. Like he's terrible. Are you drinking, Cashel? No, no, no. That's why. Yeah. So I think he's just, he's just the guy who will eat minutes and he'll, he's big. 
Um, and just I think it's just the perfect guy that we wanted. We'll not get bullied in front of the net. We'll eat 20 minutes a night if we need to. I think he'll play with McAvoy, let McAvoy a little, roam a little more free, then put Lindholm with Carlo. And then I think they're probably going to start Grizzlick Forbert. I think I think they're going to just give it to Grizzlick. Just, you know, he's more proven, I guess, as a, I don't know, more offensive player. But we'll see how the cookie crumbles there. That's for playoff time. But I think the defense is think, I think it's interesting, like, Orlov, first Russian player since 2016, I think, on the Bruins. Yeah, uh, who and was, Svetlikov. Who uh, was the Kokolchev. most? Who, okay. Kokolchev. Well, Kokolchev was yeah, the they, that's actually – they never have any Russians. They, the Bruins – Kudobin yeah. wasn't Russian? So Kudobin was from Kazakhstan, but he was Russian. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, he's from Kazakhstan. See, that's that's but... more of a geopolitical issue than it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I'm gonna interest. Yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> the big part of this team is like how the boys mesh in the locker room. Is the fuck? Yeah. yeah. I think Garnett Hathaway can get involved quick because he's a local kid and stuff. But there's Shout no out Kenny Bunkport. Did you know? I I did a little reading. He uh, when he was a brownie at a lobster cart. He just walked around uh, walked around Providence, Rhode Island, with a lobster cart. That was his business when he was in college. I mean, Donnie Hathaway. Found- yeah. He went to Brown? Yeah. Yeah. Donnie found a New England boy, and he's like, oh, oh, oh we need yeah, him. All over. Oh, all look over. at this Orlov guy, too. Whatever. Yeah. Hathaway's a little bit of a prick, too. So. Yeah. yeah. I, he I like the move on him. He once okay. uh, fought McQuaid, too. He's a new uh, player to The big dinosaur? Massive, massive yeah. shout-out to the big dinosaur. I think he was yeah, he fought McQuaid twice in his career, and now McQuaid's like his – what is it? Player development, whatever it is. Yeah, McQuaid's still involved. Yeah. yeah, so that's funny. I do you guys like? What do you think about the bottom six now? How do you think they should go? Is Frederick up with uh, Coil and Hall, and then it's like no sick, Polino Hathaway, or do we make another move for a third line right wing? I think it's. My... The, I think you leave that fourth. Go ahead, boys. No sick, still not back, right? So like. He apparently is allowed to. He, like he's ready. Yeah, I think they're the gonna money, wait. <laughs> yeah, the money. Like, wh- why bring that guy back before the playoffs? Take yeah. the money. Okay. If well, we're gonna make another move, if we can, set him out. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Like, I found this yeah. little caveat here. This is Gustav Nyquist. You guys might have heard of him. He is out for the season, but he's ready for the playoffs. So technically, he is free to get. I got another guy for you too. That's oh yeah, I love Castle's guys. I want to hear Castle's. <laughs> what guys. about uh, Marcus Johansson? Hey, that would have been a good take. Ah, <laughs> uh, Sean Monahan. Interesting. Sean Monahan. That's what does he make? He's a Canadian. There's no way they're giving him to us. He makes four mil. Where are we fitting that? It- Retain some, figure it out. Done trade Mike Riley. First of all, he's a Canadian. Yeah. Isn't he a center too? I believe he is, but he could probably put what, a wing as well. But what line? Sure. What line would he want him on? I mean, you could put him on the third. So wait, Cashel, do you think Fred? So then your third, your third would be what? Hall, Hall, Monahan, Monahan. Yeah, that's too soft. That's too soft, in my opinion. No, you think Coyle's soft enough, but. Castle, do you think Frederick on the third line is not good enough? It's a carry too. Do you think? I mean, I I think it's good enough. Up? But if we're to make another move, I think it'd be a move like that. I mean, Frederick's I think, been playing unreal. He was. So I think the fact that playoffs. I think the fact that Hall's on that line makes it even out. 
because yeah. Hall's not a third line guy. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. That's a good point. But I think so. I don't know. Frederick, uh, I think they're going to play that third line a lot come April. So I don't know. Frederick had a little bit of a tough skid in the Carolina series last year. Did, were you guys happy about the just getting out of Gavrikov? I was pissed. Yeah. I mean, I think that was more. I think Chicharin and Gavrikov were just like kind of all talk, to be honest with you. I don't think it was realistic at all, considering mm-hmm. what we gave up here. We've been dealing I mean, with Chitron for for two years. I mean, we've yeah. been hearing about this oh, yeah. alleged yeah. stud in in Arizona who like doesn't do anything my, when, you, yeah. when you watch him play the Coyotes. My worst take of all time was I wanted the Bruins to draft Chitron over McAvoy. Me too. Yeah. I wanted that too. He went two picks after, I think. Yeah. He's not a but, bad player. Yeah. He's a great player. I would have loved him. I think it would have been overkill, and it just works with that because he still had money left um, for the next two years at a cheap hit. But they were asking for the moon. I think this is a better move for right now. I think this is the smarter move. Of the three players you we were talking about, Gavrikov didn't really move the needle for me. Didn't really fucking He did move not it. at all for me either. Fucking move it. And then uh, Chitrin was more of a pipe dream for all of us, I feel like. Or he does get hurt a lot too. We've never really seen him in the playoffs, so we don't know. Orlov's a proven top four guy who's won a cup, who's a, who has grit and snarl to his game, and we also get Hathaway, a local boy who will probably fight anyone he wants. Probably Marsha in the locker room on the first day. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so is uh, there any W for Don? W. Uh, is there anything else uh, that this trade deadline? So the trade deadline's still in a week. Still moves to be made. Is there anything else that you want them to do? Uh, or is it just kind of sit and wait and uh, let the chips fall where they may and play out the final, what, 20 games before playoffs? I mean, I don't think we have another move in us. I also want to note, I love the timing of this trade, not waiting till the last minute, which we have done in the past. I really love the timing for Don. But I I don't really see another move. I wouldn't mind like a another wing, another wing. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But about Barbashev, we've heard a lot about that from St. Louis. He owned us as well in the Stanley Cup Final. He was a dick. He's still out there, two point two. Probably if, we actually gained money on this deal. By the way, we have more money now than we did before the trade. Rick, you mentioned an interesting one with Gus Nyquist. Yeah, he's making a million dollars. I'm pretty sure he's making like five, but it doesn't matter because he's on LTIR till the end of the playoffs. And then we this, can just beat. this says he's making a million. Oh, whatever. Either way, he, he won't. We'll um, get back to you. Get back to you on that. Yeah. Yeah. LTIR. So he would just um, be sitting out for us and we can play him. Nyquist, Coyle Hall, third line. He's fast enough to keep up with those boys. I also saw Kasperi Kapanen just went on waivers like right before the show. He's fast. He's pretty good. I don't know. I guess he might be too expensive, though. But I don't I, know. I would like Barbashev. Uh, I think that I like. Be- I like the way he plays. And get another Russian in there. Now you have two yes. Russians yeah. for the there locker. Go. This is that's good. I like that. I also I think I saw one more guy that I not Brock Pester. We can't, not. I think it's obviously gonna be a small move. I think defenseman's fine. I think it'd just be another depth piece. Uh, on the bottom, I think that's like Barbashev. We I, we've heard that you know we're involved. Gus Nyquist, Lawson Kraus. Oh, Max Domi. What about Max Domi? He's bounced around so much. He's, yeah. he's he, there's a reason. He has 46 points in 57 games. 
I know. I, I know he's playing well. He's on like the worst team in the league, but he's been on so many teams. There's a there's has to be a reason he's been on so many teams. Well, yeah, I wasn't mean, he we on said Carolina that... last year. How did he do in that series? He didn't do too great. He's on right? Carolina. He, seven, he scored two goals. Yeah, I knew he scored one. I knew he scored one. We said that about Taylor Hall too, though that he bounces around. Yeah, Taylor Hall won a heart. I, I wouldn't hate Domi as a depth piece. Yeah, put him on your third uh, line. Yeah, I mean Max Domi on your third line. Domi's still a good player. He just plays on a bunch of shit teams. Yeah, he's a good. He'd be a great third line player. He scored a lot of tough goals against us last year in Game Seven. So I think it's just we don't have to make a move, but I wouldn't mind a move for like another bottom six but, winger. So and what? That would probably take out Nosik. What are your yeah. movable pieces now? Got to get a Riley contract. Well, wouldn't Frederick? If you're getting a winger, Frederick would yeah, be the winger. Yeah, Frederick's the one to go. Oh, I don't know. Which, I think I'd rather yeah. depth. I don't know. Just like a smaller move, just for more depth. I don't know. Nothing too crazy that would cost. We don't have a second round pick for the next three years now. Which is kind See, of see. That's the thing, and that's what makes this past move like we knew they weren't going to be that good in the next two to four years, but. Like with this move, and plus with Donnie's drafting ability, picks don't even matter. But like, this is this is it. There's no, I don't, I don't think there's anything beyond this, especially oh. with with Bergeron and Krejci both on one year deals. There's nothing beyond it, and so the question is like, they didn't get rid of, they didn't get rid of Swayman. Which I liked, but like, that was all bullshit, anyways. Yeah. But say you do get rid of Swayman, like, like, so then you know, is if he just gonna be like a really good goalie on a really terrible team? You know, like, what's the? That's kind of that. That's kind of a piece to move if you're really like we need we like, we need this. Like we're you know like the like the Rams almost like just giving yeah. away all the picks, yeah. everything for that one for that one shot at a championship. Well, look, I I looked at that too. I thought about getting rid of him. Like he he is a trade piece. Don't get me wrong. I I think Chicago or some team would love to like get a Jeremy Swayman and that like trying to rebuild. But if you get rid of Swayman, that whole locker room is pissed the fuck off, man. You don't want to fuck that up. Olmark would be. Omar, Omar might like quit. Yeah. Also, Uncle, I don't know if I believe that. I don't know if I believe that. What you think? As a former goalie, I mean, you think there's a Omar wants to? Yeah, Omar wants to play. He does. If play. Swayman go, yeah, but if Swayman goes, that's less of a threat to him. Oh my! What did you and Rob have like some secret beef? No, oh, no, but it's just a competitive. It's a competitive uh, nature. Yeah, I know, but they seem like they're great buddies, and I think the two goalie system in the NHL now is great. I feel like, yeah, true, like it's uh, you know, Colorado last year had two. So, also by the way, Castle Sean Monahan's making six point three million dollars. So, right, the <laughs> website I was looking at is wrong. <laughs> well, the website I was looking at was wrong too because it said Nyquist was making like one point two and he's making five and a half. So. Yeah, this one says four six. So throw that out the window. <laughs> All right. Any other Bruins notes? 
I don't know. No, I think we should just talk about how good the Leafs might be. I mean, Jake Muzzin's out for the season. You saw that, right? Yep. So uh, we mentioned it quickly earlier. The East is uh, concerningly good for how good the Bruins are. Uh, But, you know, you really wish you had that uh, 2019 East when they swept Carolina in four games in the the finals uh, when they just ran over everybody. But – that is not the case this year. The Leafs just loaded up. I really have a hard time believing that they're just going to – they can't just do what the Leafs do every year. Uh, one of these years, something's going to change for the Leafs, I I believe. And um, the Rangers got Tarasenko, and I think he scored two goals in his debut, if I'm not mistaken. And um, yeah, Horvath, huh? You got one at least, yeah. I think he either had two points or two goals. I forgot. Yeah, two uh, points. And then Bo Horvat goes to the Islanders. So, and then Tampa Bay is just sitting and waiting and probably gonna beat the crap out of everybody who they play. So it's a loaded East. It's not a surefire thing that they will get through. Uh, there certainly aren't any Columbus Blue Jackets or, um, you know, things of that nature uh, in this in this playoff run, I don't think. So what uh, what scares you going on in the East and what is like, I think we can get past that. I'll, I'll leave that open. Let's start with Z. Carolina and Toronto scare me. Uh, the reason why Toronto scares me is kind of what Bullock was saying. I think we beat them every time, and like I just feel like this, we're gonna choke. We're gonna choke. I feel like, and to, I'm scared of Toronto. I don't want anything to do with Toronto. There is and Carolina. Yeah. Carolina scares. I just don't think the Bruins match up well with Carolina. Every time we play, we, I mean, they, they outplay us. They beat us in the playoffs last year. So there is something a little bit. Um poetic in a way of the Bruins finally have like the best team that they've ever had and they fight and they lose to the Maple Leafs uh like after after all of this for the past 10 years when the Bruins are finally set to do it they uh they lose to the Leafs hopefully that's not the case but I wouldn't be able to handle that (laughs) the Leafs are are better they got Ryan O'Reilly of course um and Noel Chari Fuck. Um, that's yeah. That's like but their problem is always the same. It's always defense, and they lose one of their better defensive defensemen for the year, and they don't make a trade for a defender. They just add to their four. Well, they still have a week. They still have a week. I do think they're not done. Probably they'll probably make another move for a defenseman. Uh, hopefully, it's not Chicharin. That would suck. Um, that would be concerning. And. Their goalies goaltending still sucks. So I think I'm not super scared of the Leafs yet, but Ryan O'Reilly really does scare me. And Carolina, uh, they haven't made a move yet, but we do not match well. Who's a here and you're right. But I have a hot take. I don't think we're gonna have to play either one of them in the playoffs. So Ooh, elaborate on that. So the way the playoffs work, so Tampa and Toronto was playing, right? I think Tampa just beats them. Tampa just finds mm-hmm. a way. So we pay Tampa, and if we beat them, I think Carolina's losing to the Rangers. I agree. I agree. Rangers beat them last year. The Rangers beat them two times this year. They own the Hurricanes. They might get Patty Kane. They got Tarasenko. 
They still have Panarin, Zibanejad, the 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 kids, Lafreniere, Kako, Fox, Fox Truba, uh, Keandre Miller, Shesterkin. They are like they're loaded. I think that's the Eastern Conference Final. Uh, that's um. So who are the Bruins playing in the first round right now? Who's the second wild card? Early, I, I think, think it's, it's the, the Red Panthers. Wings. No, the Red Wings. After the, the Red, Red Wings, Wings win like, last night, the yeah. Red Wings. I'm not scared of the Red Wings. No, I'm not. The Red Wings in five. Penguins. I kind of wanted it to be Buffalo, just because I think it'd be cool to play the Buffalo. Buffalo, yeah, Panthers. I think that'd be an awesome series. I think the Penguins are you guys, used to play them all the time. Are you guys worried that the Bruins are going to feel like they have too much pressure on them? President's Trophy. Yeah, sticks I, I, get yeah. tight. Look, okay, we're already saying they're going to beat these teams in five games. <laughs> this is bad. Yeah, uh, well, exactly. I, was about, I was about to say the playoffs are about to start in the second round, but I can't say that because we no. could lose. No. So, well, that's that was kind of the point I was making earlier. It's not this patty cake Eastern Conference that we've seen in the past. Devils. The Devils are good. Even I mean, even if they play the Sabers or. I mean, Florida still has the roster from last year, and you know they still have two two good goalies that that can get hot. Like you're not, it's gonna be it's not an easy road that's that's set out for them to to succeed in, and that's the key is they need a good draw. Whatever whatever all the shuffling happens at the bottom. Yeah. They need to get a good draw with a matchup, and they need to hold off on. I mean, Tampa. It's the the threat is always Tampa. Yeah. They whatever it is, Cooper. I mean, hopefully Montgomery doesn't kind of have the same shell shock fear, uh, PTSD against Tampa that that the rest of the roster seems to have. But uh, I mean, playing good against them this year. They have. Yeah. They have. Yeah. But something about Cooper and Hedman and Stamkos and Kucherov and whatever Vasilevsky. Like, yeah, I don't want anything to do about that. Anything yeah, to do I with them? Wanna, I don't yeah. want to see them. I'd rather play the Leafs, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think yeah. we can all agree. Tampa's going to make a move too. You know, the next week yeah. they're going to do something. They're going to get some third line scrub, and it's like you know, he's going to. He won't speak a lick of English. It's going to be some Eastern European guy who's yeah. going to put up we'll like get, a point yeah. per we'll game in the playoffs. It was off the board radar. Yeah, and I'm I'm scared of what Carolina does too because you know they already have our number. I still think they're just as good as us, and they're oh, there's no way they're not going to make a move. Probably for, if they get Timo Meyer, that's going to blow. Yeah, but uh, you know it's going to be a tough Eastern Conference. Oh, the yeah. you don't want to get the Islanders in the first round either. They're a potential first round match. <laughs> Yeah, we don't want to play these My guys. Roommate's we don't want to play these guys. And and he doesn't uh, these guys. I'm not that scared of the Islanders. You're not scared of the Islanders? No. They don't have uh why am I forgetting his name? Who's Barzell. Right no, now he's hurt too. Their old coach. Oh wow. He oh, coached trots. Trots. Yeah. trots. It's not trots anymore. It's yeah. not trots anymore. I don't know. They probably I'm won't not scared of the Islanders. So. That's that's fair. Um, so anything else in the Eastern Conference? Any other trade notes that we want to cover? Uh, uh, I don't know. The only I, I mean, like... my biggest thing overall in the Eastern Conference, whoever comes out of the West is playing a team that absolutely just got the shit kicked out of them. <laughs> yeah. So the, the West West. has an advantage, in my opinion, when they get to the Cup final. That's a fair point. Because I didn't, I didn't getting through whoever the team is to come out of the week, East is going to be 
beaten the fuck up. Yeah, the East is going to just be a war. It's going to uh, every series I mean, is going to be an absolute war. Uh, and you know, I have a hard time believing that that um, the Oilers are going to make a run with that dopey coach saying God knows what. But uh, you know, obviously the Avs and uh, whoever else, kind of Vegas, et cetera, et cetera. But that kind of brings us to the West. Is there any team that stands out that you're like, well, if they make a move, that they're they're kind of the team to beat? Colorado, Winnipeg Jets. Oh, whoa! I like Winnipeg. I I like Winnipeg a lot. I don't yeah. even know how they're doing this year. Those fans are also fucking crazy. They out there. they're the great. I'm I'm a big fan of. I love right. the Jets. Lock, we should lock, We should just do this as we're uh, running out of time here. Uh, should we just do a? Everyone picks the Stanley Cup final right now today. That's fair. That's fair. I'm 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 in to do that. Cashel, what's your prediction yeah, right now? Who would be the Stanley Cup final and who wins? I mean, I'm saying Bruins over Jets. That's my take. All right. So you got to take the B. So, yeah, I think the Jets. Bruins are going to beat the Jets. So, yeah. All right. Rick, go ahead. Um, we got to take the Bs, right? All right. I think so- everyone's going to have the Bs. Ah uh, yeah, I Zakarian won't that prick. Uh, Bruins <laughs> over. I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go to Dallas Stars. You think they can make it? I know they made it in that fake COVID bubble, but they're having a great season. That game was awesome the other a week ago too, or whatever it was. Yeah, Z, Z go ahead. I hope I'm wrong. I'm gonna go Carolina over Vegas. Wow, you're such a. You knew he guy. was gonna do it. You you're knew he was guy. gonna do it. You're. I, I hope guy. I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. That is like sucks Felger's soul, and like that's what. Yeah. That's what he is. Yeah, um, they're, they're both taking a week off for a reason. This, this we'll have them back on for the bad guys. Also. Both of those well, are bad guys. <laughs> we'll, we'll have Zakarian back on for the playoffs. Losers. Caps. So after we lose game one, he says the season's over. Yep. <laughs> that yeah. happened last year. Yeah, that did happen. That did happen. Uh, You're like, fire Cassidy. I, I wanted Cassidy gone. I wanted Sweeney gone. I wanted everyone gone. I've wanted Sweeney gone for years. And you're just eating crow. They, they got to win. Well, actually, for him, I'm I'm going to retract that. For him, he's done his job. He's done his up, job. Now they got to gotta win. Up to now this point, he's absolutely, he's absolutely done his job. For my cup, I'm going to go... Bruins over Vegas. I think Vegas is just. Oh, that would be awesome. Bruce Cassie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Got him at Black Horse. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then I guess we have two minutes left. I also have another proposition just to wrap it up. Uh, what do you think the Bruins will do for the rest of the deadline? You could say nothing. And then what do you want them to do? I'll start. I think they'll do nothing. But I want to get that third liner. I would take I would take Max Domi as my move for the rest. Uh I'll go. I got I think they'll do nothing, but I would I mean you really intrigued me with Nyquist. That's that's a that's a polarizing provocative that's nasty. Yeah, that would be that'd be sick if they could get Nyquist. I think Boys, they're gonna either. get a third liner. I think they'll get a third liner. And you that's think they I will get one? Yeah. 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 Do you know any ink? Who do you want it to be? I don't know. I don't have anyone off the top Barbashev? of my mind. I would love Barbashev. 
Barbecue yeah. is up there. Also, uh, Mike Riley and Lauka. Real quick, Mike Riley and Lauka are being held out. So, oh, breaking news. Uh, kind of. It's like a couple hours ago. Oh, from the guy that. you don't like, Allred, Mark Allred. Oh, oh no, we're, 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 gonna we're cutting that. that out. We're bleeping I, that. Yeah, can we get a post yeah, no, yeah. to hear the story? Well, it's like, that fucker out. Fuck it's that like Voldemort. You know, he, he, he yeah. who shall not be named. That guy's like a, also horny on Twitter, like a fucking creep. All right, oh, yeah, we get yeah, a post to hear the story on that. that. That's a disgrace that we even... Off, we'll take that right. offline because we've yeah. got a couple 30 seconds left. Cash will yeah, take um, it. I think they're going to get a third liner, and I'm going to agree with you, Rick. I kind of want Max Domi. Yeah. All right. That's it. Cash Z, thanks for stopping by. That was fun. Trade yes. deadline special. Uh, hopefully, we're planning to do a couple of the Zoom spaces or Twitter spaces uh, live show. You guys can hop yeah. in and join. Uh, drunk pod, drunk pod. Oh, I will be. He will yeah. be. I'll, I'll, Same I'll, here. Same go here. bees, kid. Go bees, kid. Go bees. Hello out there. We're on the air. It's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps, and the players bump, and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Second period. Where players dash with skates of flash, the home team trails behind. But they grab the puck and go bursting up, and they're down across the line. They storm the crease like bumblebees. They travel like a burning flame. We see them slide the puck inside. It's a 1-1 hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game third period. Last game in the playoffs, too. Oh, take me where the hockey players face off down the rink. And the Stanley Cup is all filled up for the champs who win the drink. Now the final flick of a hockey stick and a one gigantic scream. The puck is in. The home team wins the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game.